it's American Heart Health Month, and I thought that there'd be no better time than to chat with you about one of the best herbs for heart and cardiovascular health that also happens to be amazing for opening your heart to giving and receiving of love. Plus, I'm going to share a really tasty coconut cacao barrel of love snacky goodness. Okay, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to The Herbalist Path, a podcast where you'll discover how to make your own herbal remedies at home so that you can take better care of yourself, better care of your family, and better care of our planet. I'm Mel. I'm a clinical herbalist, environmental educator, and mountain living mama with this crazy passion for teaching more mamas and their little loves how to use plants as medicine in a safe, effective, and tasty way so that there can be an herbalist in every home again. It's an absolute honor to have you on the journey down the herbalist path with me so that together we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Herbalist Path. It's February 1st today. I'm excited. We are halfway through the beginning of winter to the beginning of spring. And I don't know about you, but the thought of spring makes me sing. I cannot wait to see all my plant friends popping up all over the place. And since it's February, It's also American Heart Health Month, so I thought it would be a really good time to talk about one of my absolute favorite herbs for heart health. And also, heart disease happens to be the leading cause of death here in the United States, so... Honestly, I think this is something we should be raising awareness about all year round because, you know, our hearts are pretty darn important for our lives, right? And while I tend to talk about herbs for kids, this is also really, really relevant for our kids, especially when you consider that childhood obesity is an epidemic state around here. And that is directly correlated to developing heart disease later in life. So why not get our sweet little loves starting out nice and young with heart and circulatory health and care? So again, in this episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite herbs that does a wonderful job of supporting heart and cardiovascular health. And it helps to be in helps. It happens to be amazing for healing the heart in more spiritual ways that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Ooh, and speaking of a little bit, I'm also going to be sharing this super duper tasty nutritious nutritious treat that you might want to create for your loved ones, maybe even over Valentine's Day. So get ready to take some notes and let's go on a little journey down the herbalist path together. I guess I'll start with more stats. Um, And this is a pretty crazy one. So poor heart health is costing Americans over $131 billion a year. That's a lot, a lot of dollars, and it's absolutely insane. In fact, I'm, I'm 44, 
and two of the very close men in my life that I dated in my younger years have passed due to heart failure. And that's just kind of freaky to think about. And of course, really, really sad because their heart fails and mine and all of the other people that loved them, their hearts break. And it's sad. And it's devastating and it's happening in so many ways it's unbelievable so I guess needless to say this topic really does hit close to home for me and probably most of you out there and yes there are many many things that we can all do to improve our cardiovascular health like getting adequate exercise right Maybe doing some stress-reducing techniques, whether that's meditation or yoga or time outdoors. Of course, eating a diet loaded with colorful, vibrant foods and less of the heavily processed food-like stuffs that were fed pretty much everywhere within our society, including our schools and our hospitals and all over the place. Yeah. That's a whole nother rant. It does frustrate me that we live in a society that makes it so challenging for people to live in a naturally healthy state. It's basically founded on sick care instead of health care. And I'm going to end my rant there because I think a lot of us, if you're if, if you're listening to this show right now, you're pretty well aware of all of that kind of stuff. So... Yes, I was talking about diet and colorful, nutritious foods, which often come from plants. And there's also some really cool plant medicines that can help you along your way to a healthier heart. I actually just covered a bunch of them inside of our deep dive workshop on cardiovascular health in Apothecary Mamas earlier today. But for the sake of today's episode, I want to talk about one really special, really favorite herb friend that I have and that I absolutely love for heart health and I think you're going to love it too. Ooh, one more side note before we get into it. Um, As we go through this episode, it is really important to remember that cardiovascular disease and heart disease is a major, major thing. So I know I'm talking about herbs and, and those kinds of things and we're all seeking ways to get out of the Western medical system, but this is a particular instance that's really important to work with your doctor or healthcare provider. Um, it is a, it's a killer. So um, I'm not necessarily giving you healthcare advice. I am just sharing some pretty solid information about the love and the power of an amazing tree. And that tree is also sometimes a shrubbery and it's hawthorn. If you don't know already, I have a huge love affair with Hawthorn and the medicine that it creates. So Hawthorn is in the Crataegus species, C-R-A-T-A-E-G-U-S, if you care about that kind of thing. And it's top, it's hands down the number one herb that I think about when it comes to heart and cardiovascular conditions. One, I love it because it's tasty and it's readily available. It's just a small tree or again, a shrubbery that grows all around where I live. And in the spring, you can go out and you can gather some of the leaves and the flowers and tincture them up. 
And then in the fall, when the berries are out, you can gather some of those, tincture them up as well, and then blend them all together to have incredibly great cardiovascular tonic medicine. Though, of course, it's not medicine. Cardiovascular tonic herbs. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> there's, there's so many benefits to the cardiovascular system with Hawthorne. It's pretty bonkers. So if someone you know or love may be older and their heart is older and maybe it's getting tired and a bit sick of doing its job, Hawthorne can be a really, really helpful friend during that phase of life. It's also going to help dilate the arteries, which makes it easier to bring the oxygen-rich blood back to the heart, which is excellent. And it also helps to increase the strength of the muscle contractions that the heart pumps, right? Which is super fantastic. Um, ooh, one, one kind of crazy little thing I wanted to share with you is that the heart, when it pumps, it pumps at such a strong force that it could shoot water six feet into the air. So every little pump your heart is making is like going at such a force, pushing your blood through your body, a force that would shoot water six feet high. I think that's pretty crazy. I And cool. Like it's such a cool organ of our bodies. Um, so cool. And it's also, Hawthorne is also really amazing to help lower blood pressure. And that's going to ultimately protect against heart failure and heart disease. It's helpful for people that might have um, arrhythmas or heart palpitations or regular heartbeat, those kinds of things. It can be really, really nice. And one of the things I I really turn to Hawthorne a lot for is that it, it's generally regarded as safe, so grass, for those that are going through major heart health issues or maybe on heart health medications. So um, generally regarded as safe is a pretty big statement. Of course, I, as I mentioned already, this is serious stuff we're talking about, so you do want to work with your doctor. Um, but yeah, Hawthorne's pretty amazing. And I do want to also mention, it's not like you take Hawthorne and boom, everything is great. It's more of a tonic kind of herb that you want to take for a longer term. So for Hawthorne to have its most powerful medicinal benefits, it's an herb that you want to be taking for at least two months before you're going to start to notice most of those benefits. So... Let's talk about love and more reasons to love Hawthorne because it's what, February, the Valentine's month? So I think that's pretty cool to think about. And Hawthorne has all kinds of great ways to benefit the heart in a more spiritual fashion, a more energetic medicine kind of fashion. And I want you to also consider like the energetics of your heart and how powerful it is. In fact, the electromagnetic energy of your heart is over 5,000 times stronger than that of your brain. 
wow, that's so cool, so crazy, amazing. Like, it blows my mind when I dive into some of this stuff. I think another really, really neat thing to think about, especially you mamas, is that the fact that the heart starts to beat when an embryo is just 25 days along. And that's before the brain is even developed, which I don't know about you. That's super duper cool. Also, I might say cool and love a little bit too much in this episode. So if I do and you don't like cool and love, then you know, you don't have to listen. But I like cool and love. Um, Anyways, it's just neat to think that all of us, every single one of us, we were these little embryos and we would grow to the beat of two hearts, the embryo heart and the mama heart. I think that's pretty darn sweet and really neat and I love it. And let's go back to speaking of love. Because Hawthorne is a symbol of love. Actually, brides would, the really cool ones still do, they would wear Hawthorne sprigs as either in a crown or as like, um, uh, what are those things called? Corsages, those kinds of things, as a symbol of their true love on the wedding day. I also recommend Hawthorne often to those I know that might be going through the grieving process throughout life because it does a wonderful job of opening the heart to giving and to receiving love and can be a really great friend to have on hand for healing a broken heart. It's said that the flower essence of Hawthorne can help somebody come into their strength and into their power. It encourages self-love, self-acceptance. These things I think are really, really important for so many of us these days with so much social media and the really, really weird times that we are living in. Hawthorne will also help you to develop courage and an open-hearted state We need some more of that. We need us kind people to become courageous and step up and spread more love and more kindness. And I think Hawthorne can be a really, really amazing herb to help more and more people do that. There's really a lot of history and lore behind the usage of Hawthorne, um, which I could really go on for days on, but I'm, I'm going to cut it short. I do want to talk about Beltane, or May Day, as many people know it as. And many of those rituals were including Hawthorne, which were also known as the Mayflowers. And the, the Hawthorne branches and flowers were included. And in fact, the Mayflower, like the actual ship, was named after the Hawthorne flower, which I think is super duper cool. Um, They were also associated with love, desire, happiness, and good fortune. So people would make these great flower crowns, many cool people still do, and decorate their homes with the branches and the blooms of Hawthorne. And it's really considered to be an incredibly magical tree and is known to be the gateway between the human world and the spirit world. 
I think Hawthorne is amazing. And every time I am around a Hawthorne tree or I'm taking Hawthorne medicine, which I always gather a good chunk of Hawthorne each year to make my own um, tinctures with, it, it brings me a sense of peace, a feeling of love, and almost a hug. You know, it's a tough world out there, so that hug can be really, really helpful. Anyways, there's really so much I could say about Hawthorne, but I kind of wanted to keep this episode short. I hope that um, it's been helpful for you. Ooh, before I go, though, I do want to share the recipe I told you about. So these are super tasty treats, and um, they're pretty romantic and have some aphrodisiac properties to them, but they're super tasty and totally safe for you to make and share with your kiddos. So if you're ready, you can pause this episode if you want, grab a pen or paper, or DM me, and I'll shoot you the um the recipe also. So you want to get about a half a cup of coconut oil, a half a cup of raw cacao powder, not just cocoa powder, but you could use it, but cacao. And then you're going to do about mm, somewhere in the a quarter to a third cup of maple syrup or honey. Start lower, add more if you need. And then you want a cup of unsweetened coconut flakes, a quarter cup of some quick oats, I like to throw like a tablespoon of chia seeds in there just because I love chia seeds for all the reasons. And then you're going to add a tablespoon of hawthorn berry powder, tablespoon of beetroot powder. You want to save a little bit on the side of that. You're going to do about a half tablespoon of ashwagandha root powder and a half teaspoon of cinnamon powder and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. You're basically gonna like melt the coconut oil, right? And then you're gonna take it off the heat, add in the cacao powder and the vanilla, then add in the syrup or the honey, whichever you choose. And then you are going to add in the coconut flakes and the oats and all of the powdered herbs. And then you're just gonna mix that all together. Since this is the month of love, get some heart-shaped silicone molds and put it all in there. And then um, you might want to like sprinkle a little dust of the beetroot powder or the hawthorn berry powder on top for color and aesthetics. Uh, if you want, you could get some rose petals to put on just to add to the lovely romantic touch and maybe even make a... Um, a nice syrup, a nice chocolate syrup with more coconut oil and cacao powder and honey and drizzle that on top. Like there's so many ways that you could get all funky and crazy with this, but um, let me carry on. So you got them all in the mold. You've sprinkled some good stuff on top and then you're just going to pop it in the freezer for at least 30 minutes and pop them out of the freezer and pop them in your mouth and share them with someone you love. So I hope you try it. I hope if you do, you let me know pretty, pretty please. And I hope that you learned something new in this episode today. If you did, shoot me a DM, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, shoot me an email, whatever makes you happy. Just let me know that you're going to let a little more love flow with some Hawthorne for your heart and your soul. Thanks again so much for 
tuning into another episode with me. Also, if you liked it and you want to leave me a review, that does help me and helps other people see and, well, I guess you hear a podcast, helps other people hear the show and I would be oh so grateful. Thank you so much. And here's to you and your heart health. Have a glorious day. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Herbalist Path. Being on this journey with you is absolutely incredible. If you dig this episode, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast player and share it with your friends so that together we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. On another note, I must mention that while I know you're getting some good info here, it's important to remember that this podcast is purely for entertainment and educational purposes and is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. While the information in this podcast is absolutely relevant, herbs work differently for each person and each condition. That's why I recommend you work with a qualified practitioner, whether that be another herb herbalist, a naturopath, or your doctor. So thank you again. I am truly honored that you're tuning into these episodes and on the path with me to make sure that there's an herbalist in every home again. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends so that we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers.